everybody, welcome back to yet another episode of Millennials Anonymous Podcast. Yeah, my name is Liz, and I'm a millennial, so let's get this party started right and quickly. You know how I do, and yes, I sound amazing, I sound a lot better, I don't sound like I'm beatboxing like... Because my sinuses have drained. So, yes, I can talk now. I can breathe now. I feel good. Because for a minute there, I, I thought Ricky I was going to be like Rick Ross. Like, huh. Like, it was just it was a lot going on up in my sinuses. But I feel good. So, I want to give y'all all the information that I can. And, you know, I do this every week. And I'm going to keep doing it until I can't do it no more. I need you guys to go like and subscribe on Millennials Anonymous Facebook page. You can find us at Millennials Anonymous Podcast on Facebook also go follow us on instagram at the same name which is millennials anonymous podcast on instagram so i'm gonna need you to do that so that you can follow us and to see all the shows that we're dropping because everything that we do does not necessarily come over on audio so you may want to see what's going on over there so go ahead and we give you know things happen giveaways stuff like that so if you want to be a part of that please please go like and subscribe And if you didn't get a chance to listen to me on brunching, because you might have been at work. Like I said, I don't want you to get fired and everything. I don't need you to be doing it, okay? So if you didn't get a chance to, you can do that now. It is out now, the Heartbreaker episode. So I need you to go take take a look. I said take a look. Listen to me, take a look. I need you to go see. That's that's even more. That's 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 bigger than take. That's take. And I need you to go take a look over there at brunching so you can go on all major platforms in order to do that or if you are near a computer go to wrdr you can go on demand and you can listen to the episode on on wrdr or you are more than than welcome to download the app of wrdr and you can also download the on demand episodes there as well so go do that Bench Warmers is coming out. I will also be on Bench Warmers this week as well. So if you like sports, you want to hear about the Pro Bowl, you want to hear about what's going on with potential upcoming drafts, what is going on with Zion. If you want to hear all of that, I need you to tune into the Bench Warmers show. But again, if you don't follow Millennials, you're not going to know. So I'm going to need you to do that. And also, you can check out our website at www.millennials.us so you can find us and you can see what's going on as well so you can see our lovely and beautiful wonderful faces and we got so many things that are coming up and i'm excited about all the people that we're working with because everybody's got some stuff everybody got some fire so just keep tuning in and you will see what's going on with things and you can always go on to our teespring account and you can find that on our facebook page in our instagram so that you can buy a shirt from brunching if you want to do that or any other type of merch that we have for that matter so go and do that today if you have not done that already so i've been talking long enough let me get into it so we can get this party moving rolling rocking and going so here it is okay so millennials anonymous podcast is pre-recorded and i will get you your top 10 to trending topics in a minute uh so something happened at about 10 30 ish pacific time and like one something uh eastern where there was a helicopter crash that was reported in calabasas and there were reports that came out that said that it was kobe bryant 
and it has been confirmed by multiple outlets originally it came out from tmz sports but multiple outlets have now confirmed that it was in fact kobe bryant that was on the plane that did perish in this helicopter helicopter crash as well as his 13 year old daughter he was on his way to coach her um, game basketball game at the mamba uh, athletic center that that's i believe of course his center because he was black mamba of course and she was baby mamba and so this is a very sad sad day very somber day like it it took you by surprise because you were not expecting to hear this i, I didn't believe it at first but it in fact appears to be true and nine other it was nine people total on the plane so seven other people perished in this helicopter crash so my heart goes out to the bryant family my heart goes out to his family and friends and then of course to all of the other families that are involved everyone who lost a loved one today should in fact get my condolences and does get my condolences i can only imagine i just want people to have a little bit more compassion and sympathy for people this is not how people should find out that their loved one their father their brother their son passed away you should not be seeing the footage of a the helicopter crash over and over again on social media this is not what should be and no one else would want this for their family and just because he's a celebrity does not make him any less human if anything this should prove that they are just as human as we are and you would want to be afforded the same levels of respect for your family and for your friends in order to grieve in the proper channels not to have seen that he has young children this should not be happening and it's upsetting i mean i think it's appalling that tmz put this out before the next of kin was notified i think this should not be how vanessa bryant found out that her husband passed away as well as her second born this should not be and as a mother i don't know how i would take that i don't know and i never want to hear those words uttered in my life so for you to find that out by an outlet like TMZ, this is not the first time TMZ has done something like this. I don't know what needs to happen, but there should be something in place where TMZ should not be allowed to do that for clickbait and likes. A lot of people follow TMZ. I get information from TMZ, but I think it's about time that we as a community, as a society needs to start holding people accountable. We have hold people accountable for everything else. This is not okay. This is not okay. So we gotta be more careful, especially now that we have social media and stuff like this gets out. Then there were other rumors that were coming out that Rick Fox was on board. Like we got to stop this. Allow the family to grieve. Allow the LA Sheriff's Office to do their job. The coroner hadn't even gotten to the bodies yet. And we already knew it was Kobe Bryant that perished in that helicopter crash. That's not cool. But you know i want to say rest in in heaven to kobe bryant and Gigi with gianna bryant i and all of the other souls that were on that that aircraft rest in peace he was an amazing player five-time nba championship 18-time all-star you know he won two gold medals kobe bryant changed the game one of the best lakers to put on that jersey 
and I know that down in Dallas, they're going to retire the number 24. No one else will wear that jersey number. He was absolutely iconic. We saw the tribute at the Grammys for him. I think the outpouring of all the people that are showing him love and respect really shows how much impact he had in this world. So let's keep that. Let's talk about what he was able to accomplish in the game. Let's talk about, you know, what he was able to do outside of the game and how much he gave back. He gave a million dollars to the African-American Museum. Let's talk about all the good that he did. Let's not bring up stuff from the past. Let's not talk about his his history and him going to court and, and all that. Like, let's not, let's let that go. The man just passed today. Let's let his family grieve. Let's remember him for what he did. And in the words of Kobe Bryant, life is too short. You got to keep pushing on and you got to keep smiling. Now we can get to the top 10 trending topics. All right, so here we go. Top 10 trending topics of the week. So Chance the Rapper is actually bringing back MTV's Punked on Quibi. It is a brand new media outlet. It is like a short form mobile app. And so this should be interesting. I don't know if you, you a millennial, you remember Ashton and all of the punks that he did. And, it, and I don't know, cause like the first episodes, first couple episodes, you was like, I, I, this is legit. After a while, I was like, you know what is going on. And I had a problem because it seemed like all of the punks for black people had to deal with the police. And I don't know how that's going to fare too well there, Chance. So you're taking a chance, Chance. I'm not too sure about this one, but we'll see. And it looks like Ayla, I call her Ayla. Layla Eile is actually being challenged because of a comment that she made that says that if she was in fighting shape, she doesn't think that there would be anyone in her weight class that would be a challenge to her. So Clarissa Shields actually offers terms to a fight for $10 million to the winner and $5 million to the loser. So whether or not Layla Eile takes her up on this, I don't know. But it should be interesting to see nonetheless. And Mitt Romney says he is not opposed to witnesses in the impeachment trial. He said, no, I'm not. I am not. I'm not opposed to it. I I would do it. Now, listen, Mitch, you have you and Susan Collins have have hurt our hearts many times. And I don't know if I'm kind of believing you. I don't know. I think when it comes down to it, you're probably going to say no. You like, you treat us like the, the kid with the dad that said he was going to come get us and he ain't never come. So we standing outside with a bag. We don't want to be sitting holding the bag, Mitt. We don't want to hold the bag, Mitt. I don't know about you, Mitt. I don't know. But the impeachment trial rolls on. And in other impeachment news, there is a new recording that surfaced that has Lev Parnas. Yeah, yeah, Rudy Giuliani's homeboy. That kind of looked like a character from a movie, but I'm not really sure what he had looked like. But anyway, so his homeboy actually has a recording that has Trump's voice on it, demanding the firing of Ambassador Marie Yovanovitch, which was at a donor's 
dinner that the president had that wasn't that far from the white house so we'll see how this play out because he said i don't you know i don't even know homeboy like that you know people be trying to know me and everything but i don't even be knowing him like i you know i saw him sometimes like i think i know his mom and them but i don't really know him now i don't know how this fares for the republicans whether or not they just gonna say that's a coincidence that ain't him but it won't be the first time he had a recording with his voice on it and ain't nothing happened to him so let's move right along with that coco golf actually stuns and she's actually on her way to reach the australian open in the fourth round she knocked out some heavy hitters she knocked out the sub williams sister she knocked out naomi so she is really the brand new kid on the block in the tennis game i think she's going to be the next arena williams so hats off to her and a penis smelling candle for a hundred dollars which will show and there is a penis smelling candle for a hundred dollars which will represent pay equality which was created by an ad agency and the benefits or proceeds will actually go to the canadian women's foundation now this this candle was made because of goop's 75 dollar vagina smelling candle uh so i'm not sure what penis smells like i'm not well i mean i know but i thought it would be individual so i'm not sure what this penis smelling candle smells like so i don't know if we're gonna get the musk of it i don't know if we're gonna get after a basketball game um kind of like a ballsy penis smell i'm not sure if this is like the lemony fresh straight out of the shop i i'm not i don't know if this is an uncircumcised you know penis I'm, I'm not sure what it is or what it has smelled like but i'm i'm concerned and i don't know if you buy both candles does then it does it smell like intercourse i'm not i'm not sure but i i wish this would end but at least this one is goes to a good cause it doesn't just go into somebody's pocket so it actually will benefit women yeah! and the hundred dollars comes because it represents the one dollar a man makes to the 75 cents that a woman makes so you know support it will help some women so you know smell some penis help some women um i guess that goes together i suppose i'm not sure and 50 cent is beefing with taraji p henson yeah i said it he's beefing with taraji p henson yeah i never thought i would hear that either so basically taraji went on ti's podcast and she was just talking about how it was going in on empire and she was saying that empire doesn't have anything to do with power why would you tear down another black person like that and so you know in 50 fashion um he pretty much apologized and then became super petty um about it you know how 50 is and he said i saw at taraji p henson on at trouble man 31 podcast this is my sincere apology i did not mean to hurt your feelings in any way and he captioned a photo of himself and said, i love your work and i think you are amazing i'm sorry no one is watching your show anymore i realize i have to work on that fact that i have less empathy than others and I have met with top executives at Fox and sold them on The Notorious Cop. It's the show that is replacing yours, but I really want to work with you. I mean, you're awesome. We would work well together, but if you don't like the idea, I understand if you don't roll with me, you're gonna get rolled the f over. So that is 50 cent for ya. Um, yeah, I'm super petty, but he's getting like a Hollywood star and everything. So go 
Fofty. Um, okay. And then Nick, Nikki, Queen Nikki, the Queen, Queen uh, Nikki, is, and her husband, her hubby, actually got into a scuffle, a verbal scuffle, with Meek Mill, because they were out shopping. And reportedly, TMZ said on Friday, there was a shouting match that ensued. I'm not sure what happened or what the sound was. Potentially something like this. So, yeah, it probably did sound like that. Um, I'm not sure what they were arguing about. Apparently, they said that uh, Nikki's husband said, you're not with her anymore. You can address me directly. And Nikki Minaj called uh, Meek Mill a bee in his face. So, not sure what that was about. If you're happily married, why do you care if you see your ex? I don't know. But moving on, and the former... Grammy CEO claims to have in the eve of the Grammys claims to have evidence of award show corruption. She alleges discrimination, sexual harassment, retaliation, and unequal pay. So we will see what happens with that. So I wish her well. And Saudi Arabia actually hacked. Yeah, hacked Jeff Bezos phone. So you was wondering where that dick pic came from. It came from allegedly the Saudis. That is what he's saying. Jeff Bezos is saying that allegedly the crown prince must have sent him an app of some sort. And it was able to get his text messages. And it sent out that photo that somebody was trying to blackmail him. But then he was like, you know, I'm going to claim it. I'm going to claim it. I got some inches. I got some inches. I'm claiming it. I ain't paying you no monies. And so that's what had happened. So I'm, I don't know. So I don't know. I guess we all are vulnerable. If, if Amazon is not safe, ain't none of us safe. You know what I mean? And I'm kind of concerned about that. But we'll see what had happened. And I made sure that I said alleged. I said alleged. And the coronavirus has spread through China, and China is locking down several different cities or towns, and the death toll has risen to 56, and 2,000 cases across the globe. Two cases actually surfaced here in the U.S. One of them more recently, I believe within the last couple of days, which actually happened in Chicago, was confirmed in Chicago, and the other one was on the West Coast. So definitely be safe out there. They say that the coronavirus is actually comes from bacteria they believe it started in a market uh some type of market where they eat certain foods like that aren't all traditional types of foods i think like bats and stuff like that and so sometimes those types of animals tend to carry diseases so that's where they believe that it did might have came from they think it came from a seafood whole market so we'll see what happened with that so definitely wash your hands make sure you you keeping it together now one thing that he did say is that the people that have died either had other underlying illnesses or they were very elderly or very young so we have to be very careful with our older folks and our babies and the symptoms are said to be i believe something like flu symptoms so be on the lookout for that and keep safe everybody but that has been your top 10 trending topics of the week but before we move on i do want to talk about the grammys real real quick 
All right, so the Grammys are coming up, and they actually are coming on Sunday. This episode actually was recorded before Sunday. We usually record on Sunday, but this one is actually being recorded a little early. So, surprise, I will not know who won. We'll talk about it next week. So, on the Grammys, which are going to air on Sunday, January 26th, they have some top nominations, so we should see some interestingness. Lizzo has eight nominations, Billie Eilish has six, and Little Nas X also has has six so it should be a fun night to see exactly what types of performances that we are going to get here at this grammys in 2020 and lizzo again she's gonna probably have the biggest night of them all and i expect her to be bomb.com on the red carpet she usually brings it on the red carpet and alicia keys miss alicia keys is actually hosting this year grammys the 62nd annual Grammys that is so we should see some some interestingness we're gonna have common that's gonna be there performing we're gonna have um uh, what's his name miley cyrus father i couldn't think of his name john legend lizzo meek mill we're gonna have lots of people so it should be a really interesting night it's a very eclectic group Tyler, the creator, Usher, Gwen Stefani, it's, you know, Run DMC, it's gonna be an eclectic group, plus they're gonna have a tribute to Nipsey Hussle, which your man, uh, DJ Khaled, another one, is gonna be there, and by the way, he did a really good job, if you haven't had a chance, I'm not hoping I'm not spoiling it too much, but he actually did make an appearance in Bad Boys for life which was a great film by the way so if you haven't spent your coins to go see it please go see bad boys for life amazing film super funny i like the theme and it's gonna keep going i think i think they're gonna try to push this one out i'm hoping i'm really really hoping that it stops at four I don't want it to turn into Lethal Weapon. So this has been your top trending topics, plus the Grammys. Plus the Grammys. So I'm interested to see what happened, because like I said, Lizzo going to perform, and other people. I'm also looking interested to see Ariana Grande perform in her, and then to see the Nipsey Hussle tribute. So we'll talk about it next week. Let's get into our topics now. All right, so we have a guest today, and it is Boyce, the skeptic that we have on. He is a part of the Yang Gang, and I wanted to talk to someone who is an Andrew Yang supporter, because we've been seeing more and more about Andrew Yang. So without further ado, I want to ask, who is Boyce, and why did you choose Andrew Yang? Well, um, I started my podcast a little over a year ago. And I really dove into politics and religion because I'm an atheist and I'm skeptical of our, of, uh, I guess you'd say our corporate media and our okay. corporate government that I feel like have been steering us in one direction. Just they follow the money and it makes me very skeptical of it. So I started a YouTube channel as well. Then I dove into a bunch of politicians that announced for their presidential bid. Mm-hmm. And I looked into all their policies and I just said, okay, Andrew Yang's policies make the most sense to me. Um, I supported Bernie in 2016, and he got the shaft. And okay. so I voted third party last time. I couldn't vote for either person. Um, so now I'm going to I throw all my support to Andrew Yang now, and I've been doing this YouTube thing for a year, and I'm all in. 
Okay. All right. I was also a Bernie, a Bernie supporter as well. So that's an interesting uh, dynamic because as a millennial, we we tend to push towards Bernie, and Andrew Yang is is really pushing three big policies. So it's the freedom dividend, Medicare for all, and like the human centered capitalism. Yes. Why should millennials buy into what Andrew Yang is selling as opposed to Bernie Sanders? Well, um, I believe that the um, freedom dividend is a policy that can be put through Congress and actually pass. Okay. Um, I don't like that. The only, that's the only reason I don't support Bernie wholly is because of the, the federal jobs guarantee. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think that's very something that's really practical because could you imagine all the red tape and the bureaucracy involved in that if they actually got it through Congress, which I really do doubt that Congress with with the Republicans in there, they're not going to let that happen. They okay. just, they're going to they're gonna throw a stink fit. Uh, I don't know what it looked like. It'd be crazy looking because they hate Bernie more than anything in the, on, on planet Earth, honestly. That's true. Um, that is very they hate, true. They hate his very existence. Um, he's been fighting a good fight for 40 plus years and I really love him up for mm-hmm. that. Um, but yeah, so I, I just look at the policies and I see the federal jobs guarantee is just not very uh, attainable and okay. not as realistic of an implementation because there's no, there's not enough details for me. Like if you get fired from your job that your federal job guarantee, mm-hmm. can you get another job? Or what if you quit your job? Can you get another job? And little things like that. Like there's no details in there. Okay. Um, that makes- and I don't want to work for the government. That, that, you know, personally. I mean, that that's true. And everyone is not going to want, want to work for the mm-hmm. government. But isn't that the same thing with Medicare for all? Like that, I mean, I know Bernie also supports Medicare for all. And Andrew mm-hmm. Yang does as well. You don't see the red tape on Medicare for all. Like you don't think he'll have issues getting that passed? Absolutely. Okay. Yes, that's, a, that's one that's harder going to get through. But the reason Bernie has Medicare for all single payer, Mm -hmm. which means only the government will be giving you insurance. That's the only option you have. Um, Andrew Yang supports Medicare for all, which is more like a universal health care where everyone's covered any way possible. Mm -hmm. So if you don't have access to private insurance, you get Medicare automatically, no matter how much you make, you you qualify. So it's it's pretty much at the end. I love the the spirit of universal health care or Medicare for all single payer. but I'm really skeptical of the government being in charge of everything like oh. that. Okay. So that kind of, that's that's my only caveat is I have private insurance. And if they do a Medicare for all, what if the what if my private insurance actually does a better job of covering me and my family than the Medicare? I'd like that option. That's and if, if, my, if my insurance sucks, I'd gladly go to Medicare. You know, so that's kind of, I just want the option, you know. I get that. And I can I can see the skepticism in that. I mean, look at the VA like that's an absolute nightmare and it's it's run by the government. So I, I see what you're saying now. Andrew Yang uh, to me, because I didn't really know who he was. And then all of a sudden I started to see more and more and more of Andrew Yang. He's he's but he's one of the only candidates. And this is actually what caught my eye. One, he went on The Breakfast Club. But it caught my eye because he started talking about technological advances and how this is really impacting American jobs. And this is something a lot of people aren't really talking about. And as a millennial and all of us with all of the student loans that we have and the the degrees that some don't really make sense and you Mm -hmm. may not end up in your field, you do want someone that understands that 
these technology jobs are going to be a big issue for someone who is young and coming up. Why do you think Andrew Yang is uniquely qualified to tackle such an important issue coming from outside of politics? Well, I think that the, the biggest thing is, is that he's a numbers guy. He goes okay. by statistics and all of his policies have like a like a reference number. Mm -hmm. So if he says, I he, he'll say, I support this stance because of A, B, and C. He actually puts his source uh star one star two star three tells you where he got the information from and so he just goes where the evidence is which i love as a skeptic um and so he, he so he cites of, the sources yes absolutely yes yeah, like okay. it's like a research paper when you see his policies okay um, millennials we can dig that we can dig that we know exactly. <laughs> we know that exactly well and the thing is he has a degree in law because okay. he's a lawyer first and then he quits he hated that job and then he started a nonprofit. He has a degree from, I think it's Columbia in, in finance mm -hmm. or economics. I'm sorry. And then he has another one in, in political science. So I think as a president, he's the most qualified um, scholastically to say, OK, he has a law degree, which knows he, he means he knows the uh, government. Okay. And I don't think Trump has a clue on how the three parties work in the executive, judicial and the legislative branch. He has no idea how that works. And Yang will, of course. But law, economics, and political science degree, he's perfectly fit for it. And as far as the technology goes, his his uh, first business that succeeded was a online test prep company. Mm -hmm. And you can see right there that job alone displaced teachers mm -hmm. because he was teaching <laughs> with yeah. an app. Yeah. Um, so he just he's very insightful he has a lot of people in in the tech industry that he knows he's been supported by elon musk for crying out loud and i mean if elon musk says i i agree with you you've got a pretty darn good stance um and uh on the talk about a great yeah talk about a great person to have on your phone true that is that yeah. is very true but you, you mentioned I guess I would consider him a celebrity and Andrew Yang has gotten some really impressive celebrity endorsements. Why yes. do you believe people are now starting to notice him? The, the field is so crowded. I mean, we have lost some people mm -hmm. uh, along the way, but it's still quite crowded. Why all of a sudden are people getting their antennas raised by Andrew Yang? Because I'm doing my job. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we are doing our best to make sure that he is an exposure because the main street media really much just blacked them out mm -hmm. him and Tulsi and Bernie they don't want progressive candidates um so they tried their best not to mention us not to put their uh photos in the graphics just the other day I saw MSNBC left Tulsi off of a graphic as well as Bernie I'm like what the hell is going on here okay you know so it's just it's just typical stuff where now that we've done our jobs and put them out there and we've fundraised enough money to buy some commercial times mm -hmm that it's all about name recognition and then i think the celebrities have just read the policies and they're like wait a minute this will help everyone equally okay because like i'm a product of welfare okay and so if my mother was a single mother if she worked 34 hours a week we would qualify for say 200 bucks a month in food stamps but if she worked 38 hours this week she worked and made 20 bucks too much they'd lose 50 dollars in food stamps giving us less resources to live off of and so that's means tested. You're penalized for working too hard. Um, so it's almost like a pushback. There's, there's a little wall there you got to jump to get out, get out of welfare. It's, it's a huge wall, too. And so that's a means tested program that's it's failing. And then you have 
the freedom dividend, which is not means tested. Every single adult over 18 to the day you die qualifies. That's a citizen qualifies for a thousand dollars a month forever. Okay. No matter how much you can work as much as you want. Okay. As little as you want. You know, so, so for people who are on the opposite side of Andrew Yang, maybe they're mm -hmm. more of a Biden supporter and mm -hmm. they're, they're telling and saying, well, someone that's that progressive cannot go up against Trump. You know, what would you, what would you tell them? What about the people in the middle, the independents? Do you feel that Andrew Yang has enough of that bridge to bring them over? I would tell them, go listen to one interview on the Joe Rogan podcast or the breakfast club, or uh, even like Ben Shapiro, who's a very right winged neo liberal, uh, neo con, you know, okay. like he, he talks to everyone and he mm -hmm. always debates very well. He's a actual, a, he, he is representing the United States and England on a debate team nationally in high school. I mean, he's very good at debating mm -hmm. and he's got such a quick wit. And if you actually, if someone was uh, skeptical, and was a say a Joe Biden or a Klobuchar or a Pete supporter in the middle, I just have them go go watch an interview, go listen to him speak, ask him a question, like get in line, actually ask him a question. He'll answer honestly, mm -hmm. no spin, no BS. And if he doesn't agree with you, he'll tell you. That's what I appreciate about him because he was sitting next to a doctor and he told me he told the lady there he's hey I'm, I know you don't agree with this, but I think the doctors are getting in the way of us expanding our reach into rural areas because the uh, physician association won't allow PAs and nurse practitioners to write scripts for patients, you mm -hmm. know, stuff like that. And he'll tell you how it is, even if you don't agree with it. And so to me, it's just honesty is a huge one. And, and, and it's hard to trust anyone in politics. That is, that is very true. Um, mm -hmm. But you, you have to love a guy that loves math, especially since now in the white house, I, I don't even know if he knows how to spell math, let mm -hmm. alone do math. But we have a businessman already in the White House, and it didn't bode well. It did not go well for foreign affairs and foreign policies. We are having some some issues overseas, and Andrew Yang is a complete outsider. So for people who are looking more towards a Pete who has you know military experience and Joe Biden who has been in politics for a very long time, how do you feel as uh, Andrew Yang's supporter as far as his foreign policy? Are you confident that he would be able to really address a lot of the issues that are going on in Iran and the potential nuclear threat that we have over in North Korea and the trade issues that we're having with China? Well, I will say first and foremost, he signed the end of forever wars pact that he will <laughs> not extend these forever wars. Mm -hmm. um, that's a stance that he's taken very strongly. Um, and secondly, he has a policy that says we should never be the one to launch a nuke first. Okay. Um, and so it's more, he does not want to be an intervention, interventionist. Mm -hmm. um, and I believe that he will have the most diverse cabinet with the best advisors to, to make that decision together. Cause it shouldn't be about the president. It shouldn't be the president's decision. Um, that's another thing that he says that an act of war should be declared by Congress. That's what the constitution says. It does. And so he said, I'm a, I want to tear up that, uh, it's called a, a UMF. I can't remember. This isn't a vernacular for it, but it's something about given the Congress gave the executive branch, the president of the United States more authority during <laughs> after nine 11. And so he wants to tear that up and say, no, 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 it's not on me. It's on us and put it back in Congress that we all have to agree upon what we're gonna do in a major, like declaring war is significantly putting 
are, are people in danger, you know, and I'm a veteran too. So I respect that he would give up power. Okay. When he has it. That's huge. Okay. So as a veteran, you, you mm-hmm. feel that he can do what he's saying that he can do and that you're confident with his foreign policy strategies. Well, as a veteran, I, like I said, I was saying, I, I don't think he wants to be the only person making the decision in a room. So okay. he wants to get the best people. And I've Richard, I've actually interviewed a couple people that are veterans like Richard Ojeda, mm-hmm. who's a Senator of West Virginia as a 22 year, 22 year vet. Okay. And he loves Andrew Yang's leadership. Oh, wow. And he said he would do anything he could to help him when he gets in office. Tulsi Gabbard's another person. She's a military veteran that's actually, well, actually active military right mm-hmm. now as a congresswoman. I respect her a lot. And I think she'd be on his cabinet. People like them would be in his ear saying, okay, this is what it's like on the ground. We've been there. You okay. know, and he would take their point of view. And he's like, hey, I haven't been there. So. I'm not an expert here. Like I don't have that experience. So I think he would lean on his generals, his admirals, his, his um, people on the ground that know what's going on to help him make that type of decision. Um, so again, I don't think the president should be the only one making these decisions. And I trust him to bring in the best, the brightest and the most experienced people to make those decisions with that doesn't have war on their mind. Like that's not their ultimate goal is to go start a war and they shouldn't be coming off of Halliburton's board you know, like yeah. Cheney and stuff did, you know, where you're bringing in these lobbyists that work for the Make war. Money. Yeah. yeah. So, and that's another thing. He's against lobbyists. He wants to get rid of lobbying. So I think that's huge to get the military industrial complex out of our politics. That would be amazing. Um, So, I mean, I'm really digging Andrew Yang and his personality. And as a millennial, because I know a lot of the millennials that I've talked to, they are leaning towards Bernie. However, there's a good number of, especially African-American millennials, that are starting to look at Andrew Yang. What would you say to those African-American millennials that are kind of like on the fence between mm-hmm. choosing between Bernie and Andrew Yang and why they should lean more towards Yang? Well, first and foremost, I say, I understand why they support Bernie. Mm-hmm. I totally get it. I was there with you, shoulder to shoulder, lock and step. Like, I get it, but I go where the numbers take me. Um, I don't want a federal job guarantee because that doesn't help everyone. Federal jobs guarantee helps people that are capable of working. And that gives them, only, it only gives them value if they can work in the free market. And I think the freedom dividend gives everyone value in the market, even if you don't work, even if you're at home taking care of your ailing mother or grandparents or a sick family member or like uh, Andrew Yang's wife, uh, she stays. At, she's a stay-at-home mom that takes care of their two boys, and one of them's autistic, so he doesn't really. It's a, it's a harder. So people like her that stay home and take care of their family have value of a thousand dollars a month in the market, and say, okay, now, like the market has to take all people into consideration, not just the people with jobs. Um, so that's what he means by human-centered capitalism. Everybody matters. People over corporations. It's, it's kind of lock and step with Bernie on that. People over corporations. They agree upon that. Okay. Um, but the the freedom dividend gives everyone a voice in the market, not just people that are able to get up, put their shoes on, and go to work every day, or start their own business and take a big risk. So, if if, if I'm speaking directly to millennials that are African American specifically, <laughs> I would say um, look at Martin Luther King's policy when he was assassinated he was fighting for a universal basic income mm-hmm. and Andrew Yang's just picking that torch up and trying to take it to the finish line 
you know, he's a huge fan of Martin Luther King. And um, we, we had a great demonstration for MLK Day on the 20th. And that's also my youngest son's birthday. It's kind oh, of wow. a special day. I, really, I like that. It's a good day for me. Okay. Um, and I just think that Andrew Yang represents everyone. Okay. Not just this demographic, that demographic, this sex, this, um, I'm going to say pay scale or education level. Every single person has representation in the market with resources. Um, so with the federal jobs guarantee, the government decides what your neighborhood needs and jobs. The freedom dividend says, okay, here's the money into your neighborhood. You guys know what you need in your neighborhood. You decide what's needed. Like if, like in my community, there's a lot of elderly people that need ramps. Mm -hmm. Just I'm a physical therapist. Oh, wow. Um, okay. So cool. I'll have a lot of uh, physical therapists system that I have a lot of patients that need ramps. They can't afford it. And mm -hmm. there's no one there to build it. A federal job, a freedom, a federal job guarantee doesn't fix that. Mm, okay. Uh, a freedom dividend does, because if I was a young person growing up, a millennial, I would say, Hey, I know four or five people that know how to, we can get together and learn how to build ramps. We can start a business. That's all you do is build, build ramps for people that have, now everyone has the resources to buy a ramp. Okay. So you're creating a market and people have resources to help support your business. So I think that's where you recycle this money instead of, instead of getting $4 trillion to the big banks, the stock market, you know, he bailed out everyone, but us left us behind. Very true. You that know, is so very th true. This lets us dig ourselves out. And that's our what we thing. Yeah. And that's what we need. We, we, as a community, especially being a part of the African-American community, we need to be able to have the resources to fix our own communities. So we can definitely appreciate that. How can people reach you? And then if people are interested in supporting Andrew Yang's campaign, how can they do that? Okay. First and foremost, Andrew Yang is the only thing I care about right now. I could care less about my channel personally. Okay. I go to yang2020.com. Okay, now that that's out of the way, now I'll. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll, uh, my my uh, YouTube channel is called The Mindful Skeptics Podcast. It's on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and uh, Facebook. My name's just Boyce Littlefield. Uh, if you type in Boyce, I'll come up because I'm pretty much the only one. There's only one other person, a, a man out of Chicago named Dr. Boyce. Um, he's actually an African American um, activist in Chicago named Dr. Boyce Watkins. Okay. Um, so me and him will come up. I'm the bald headed white dude. <laughs> <laughs> and uh that's the easiest way to reach me and also if you just want to email me it's just mindful skeptics at gmail.com awesome thank you so much for being on millennials anonymous and yes we we can appreciate andrew yang i've seen him dance i've seen him on the breakfast club he seems <laughs> super awesome like he could be a millennial himself so once we see mr president Andrew Yang, I hope to have you back on Millennials Anonymous podcast. Maybe you never know; he might put you in his cabinet. I don't know. Maybe you you're, you would be awesome in there. But I appreciate you coming on to Millennials Anonymous. Well, I'd have to decline his cabinet positions. I have four kids to raise in Michigan, but it'd be an honor. <laughs> <laughs> I, I understand. I have three little <laughs> ones of my own. But thank you so much for coming on, and you know how to reach. So, if you are interested in supporting Andrew Yang for president please go and do so. Thank you. Okay, so let's talk about it. Um, So we're going to talk a little bit about Tyler Perry. That's the, I got a lot of whispering in there. I'm, I'm sounding sexy for you. I'm going to talk about Tyler Perry. 
Uh, and the reason why I'm talking about Tyler Perry, because I feel like I've talked about him a lot. We talked about him on Brunching. We talked about him last week in Trending Topics. I feel like I'm talking about him a lot. And the reason why I'm going to talk about him as an actual topic, because I'm going to put this to bed. Put you to bed, 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 because I'm going to put it to bed, okay? Um, because I, I've got, I got into it a little bit with, and with Ashley, with my opinion about it. Cause my opinion wasn't the same as their opinion. My opinion was a lot different and I think it was a lot stronger and for different reasons than theirs. Because really what E said that the critique of Tyler Perry is unwarranted. It's unnecessary. Black people need to, to leave Tyler Perry alone. And if you want Tyler Perry to be better you should give him competition and that if you don't like it you should create something else I'm not a big Tyler Perry film person listen you listen to me listen Linda listen I am not a big Tyler Perry film kind of girl shocker right like you know, just from listening to me I'm this is just not my just not my speed one his movies are predictable to me and two they're really soap opera-ish to me overly dramatic and I do not like overly dramatic films I feel like if you want to convey a message you want to convey empathy you want to convey sadness and anger there's ways to do it without the overacting of it all and it's like it's a lot um and so with this film he made it in in a couple of days and suddenly enough on imdb the rating for this movie out of a 10 is a 5.9 which is not bad come you know given what you've been seeing so i actually expected the ratings to be a lot lower um because of the film itself i feel like the film didn't necessarily have to be horrid there was people drinking drinking air and it was doing the most it was a guy in the back he stole the show now i will say he committed overly committed but he committed and that's good if he was if he was if he's married i'm sure he's still married because he commits at everything okay he was so overly committed um and you know all the people and and then after a while because i watched it because people said it was a train wreck because otherwise i wouldn't have watched it not to mention those types of mistakes the editing mistakes were there. So one time you would look at the girl, her hair was straight. The next time it was curly. One time you look at the girl, her hair was one style. And you look at it, it's a different style. It, it just was a lot of things. That, and not saying that that don't happen. It happened. I'm with Ray J with the hat when he was on um, Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. His hat turned around in a complete 360. Every time you looked, he was turning around. It was like either Ray J, you and your hat got in a relationship. Or somebody in the editing crew needs to be fired like i am not sure what happened but your head did a complete 360 um no and so it, it was some of those where it's like okay um these are big mistakes not little mistakes but they're big mistakes and i think it's not necessarily the fault of the actors and the actresses even though i feel like tyler perry probably should try to reach in a different pool of people um, to maybe get a different outcome of actors and actresses because he tends to use the same actors and actresses over and over and over. So if you're in the have and have not, you also in this. Hell to the hell. But he had people, heavy hitters in this film 
like Cicely Tyson was in this film, Felicia Rashad was in this film. So this film had the makings of greatness, okay? But it just didn't get there, okay? And Crystal Fox played Grace, basically. And this is spoilers alert. Grace basically gets, she's, she's divorced. And, you know, she gets divorced and, you know, she finds a guy she likes the guy, falls head over head, comes and turns out the guy's a complete nightmare, which is typical Tyler Perry movie. So this film, to me, it, it the storyline wasn't absolutely necessarily horrible, but the execution was bad. And this is the problem. And Tyler Perry totes himself as being this, I'm gonna save black people. And then, in the same breath, he has no black writers. So he had worked with some union writers, allegedly, and they didn't work out. Tyler Perry said they weren't up to his standard, they didn't write very well, they didn't see his vision, he had to get rid of them. And then there was another conflicting story, or allegedly, that he wasn't paying the writers. So, you know, if the issue is starting to look to me is that it's more about money than actually quality. And I think he's more worried about quantity than quality. And when you're worried about quantity than quality, you're worried about money. So I don't want you out here giving speeches talking about, I built the table because nobody else would give me a chance. Don't say you built the table. Say you built an empire for you because you didn't build a table for black people because if you built a table the table would have chairs and in those chairs would sit butts of black people to be able to be creative because a lot of people said well he did hire people black people you better go check to see if i really built that table you know it might be from ikea and maybe i lost the instruction so that table might really not be built or i might say hey i might not build this table because it got fifteen hundred thousand screws in it like why do you need screws in every part of the tape? Just saying. You you gotta check because Tyler Perry built a studio, right? And he said he wanted little black boys and girls to look and see that you can do it too. Even though technically he would never hire you anyway. But anyway, if you're a writer, especially. The people who are gonna use the studio, like let's say Star Wars, right? I think they allegedly I think they're using his studio or something. Star Wars is not using his people. They're just coming in and using the lot. So all the other people that they're going to use, the costume designers, all the, they're bringing those people in themselves. Gotta hire people. Like, give other people an opportunity. I think the qualities of his movies would improve drastically if he hired other people. Because somebody would say, hey, Tyler, listen. Now, that 1990 uh, Gumby wig that you putting on that dude that's bald, doesn't really help the overall flow of the movie it, it just it doesn't um he kind of looks like the black friend from hey arnold and that's not really selling because if you want to sell sex appeal that's not doing that doesn't do it for the ladies um that's not doing it and by the way you should take your wig off too because that looks like a like a uncle ben I, i'm not sure what you were going for um, kind of like looks like Joe um, from Medea. You just need to take it off. Like it's not selling more of the character. It actually makes it look more like a joke. Um, so if you had people, uh, real black people, because you know black people don't hold out tongue, they would have said that. Okay. By the way, black people have issues with getting hair done in all other platforms. 
why would we also have issues getting heads on on a black platform? And he's in it. He's in Atlanta. They got some of the best black hairstylists in the world. In the world. You mean to tell me you couldn't have went down and, and went to the beauty supply and got yourself a decent wig for that girl? Like, all I'm saying is that his movies ain't going to get no better. So if you don't like his movies, you ain't never going to like his movies. Do not get and, somebody do something you know, to me. He's never going to hire no because he want to keep the money in his pocket. So don't expect him to have some revealing revelation of helping black writers and black people because it ain't happening. It's just not. So let's talk about my girl. You know I love her. I love my girl. So I got to talk about her. King Bay. So Beyonce is also in hot water. What's new? Because it seems like her and Jay-Z seem to get in hot water a lot. Apparently they got the money. So they like jacuzzis. So she's in it uh, right now because she came out with the clothing line. Adidas and Ivy Park and I've been rocking Ivy Park for a while I don't know where the rest of y'all been at I ain't see y'all in the stores nothing was sold out now y'all gonna buy all the stuff for the people that been Ivy Park wears forever I don't like that I don't like it at all but anyway one some people are saying she didn't give anything to her fans she didn't send out free boxes to the poor people she only gave them to the rich people and people didn't like it they didn't like it at all. And two, she forgot about the big people. She didn't make something for the big people. She ain't do nothing for the big people. If you ain't an extra large or less, she don't want to talk to you. You can't sit with us, boo-boo. Because she didn't make no clothes for you unless you're going to wear somebody else's to this picnic. Let me talk. Oh, so my girl Beyonce. So here's what I'll say about that. Beyonce is... A brand right so I think that everything that she does is, is calculated and I, originally I was saying the same thing I was like well why you know I'm in the beehive got my, my bronze I'm, I'm trying to move up to a platinum um, but right now my pockets don't like me so I can't okay but I'm trying I'm really really trying Beyonce so if you're listening to this I'm, I'm trying to, to get there I'm so sorry and just couldn't mind uh but beyonce is a brand so everything she does is calculated like i said when originally i said she should have sent it to poor people or and when i say poor people i'm including myself because i am very poor so she should have sent it to people like us's okay but then i started thinking about that she's a brand have you seen a ivy park adidas commercial no so what she did was she saved the money in marketing and she put it out there to people that already had a following so that she really didn't, yes! they didn't have to do like this massive brand promotion and pump it out and push it because it wasn't needed like she made a couple of posts on instagram and that was enough for her to sell out within minutes and then of course sell out in the stores as well so it was genius because had she sent the items to us's it wouldn't have gone as far unless it was an influencer. And then if they, she sent it to influencers, then we still wouldn't have been satisfied because then it's like, oh, well, you only send it to people that got a lot of followers and that's not right. And people still wouldn't have been happy. Like it's athletic wear. Now I'm not going to be as mean as some of the other people that I've heard be, because like I said, I've been on the other side. Listen to, 
you've got to understand that I think it should be all inclusive or she's not going to have clothes in the style. You should go to the brands that do. That way it will make her be prompted to put these styles out there. So if you are 6X or 4X and you want her to make athletic wear in your size, because I'm pretty sure she probably did analytics and it probably showed that people in those don't buy clothes in those sizes. Because if Adidas has these sizes and they're telling Beyonce, no one buys these sizes of athletic wear. Why would she make it? So if you go out and buy athletic br brands or wear from Adidas and you show them that 4X, 6X, 5X people wanna look good too, it will prompt her the next go round to create these clothes because you just complaining about it on Instagram ain't gonna do it, baby. You got to prove it, you got to walk it, and you got to talk it. Go out and buy the 4X clothes that's already out there so that you can make another brand some money. That's all I'm gonna say. And that way doesn't work out. Like she got like this leotard thing. I'm not wearing that to work. Like it's not even comfortable to work out in. Cause I got a two pack, you know, of abs. I, I, I drank four of them away with wine and ate a couple of them with hamburgers so they wasn't there so my pack is empty you know they just like the rest of them is just in plastic loops but it's two of them in there but i wouldn't wear a half shirt to work out so of these clothes though of beyonce's i, I will say that they're not really you're not gonna see anybody working it because if you paying that much money for a goddamn workout outfit you ain't sweating in it I, if you see me in the Ivy Park, if it ever comes back into the store, I'm wearing it to the club. And you're going to be like, well, well, listen, Lisa, why you got that? Lisa, why you got that on in here? They said no athletic wear. And I'm like, this is not athletic wear. This is B-wear because this costs too much monies to be, this costs too much monies to be athletic wear. Athletic wear don't cost $100, Okay. You know, athletic wear don't cost a hundred dollars for pants. This is not what that is. This is this is meant to be seen. This is meant to be seen by somebody else, people that really need to see me in it. I'm just saying, like, if you see me, you gonna see me in that Ivy Park in the club. Okay? You will see me in the Ivy Park in the club. I'm just saying. Ain't nobody working out in that. Beyonce knew that when she had it on. She she didn't make this. Them clothes ain't even logical workout clothes. This has been another episode of Millennials Anonymous Podcast. We will be back again for another episode next week. I want to thank Boyce for coming on the show this week and to talking about Andrew Yang and all that Yang gang and all the things that happen and giving you information about it. So I appreciate him. And if you have any questions for me, if you want to be on the show, you know how to reach out to me. Just go to www.millennials.us and you will be able to do that. Yes. So I'm excited about all the things that are coming to Millennials Anonymous. If you have not had a chance to like and subscribe, please go like and subscribe on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. And I want to shout out to WPIR and all the people that listen to us on WPIR. Thank you. We appreciate you for rocking with us and for all of our platform people. We love you. You support us so much and we absolutely love you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for supporting what it is that we do. We love you all and come, come, come back. Keep listening. 
because it's only going to get better. I'm trust, trust me, trust me. I'm going to get better. It's only going to get better. So just stay and rock with us. And if you have something that we're not talking about and you think we should be talking about it, please let us know because we want to talk about it. And I want to thank Amber Anderson for inviting me back to her premiere of Renaissance uh, Miss Renaissance, which is a comedy. If you guys haven't had a chance to, she will be coming to a city near you. She is trying to really build up her base in order to get uh, more shows going. So please find her on Instagram or YouTube or Facebook because you will be happy to know. 